You're about to listen to the words and teachings of Pastor Shola Oshimakide of the household of David. Be blessed. Isaiah 55, 12, Bible says, For you shall go out with joy and be led forth with peace. And what will happen? Let's read it together. The mountains and the hills shall break forth before you into singing. It's our year of peace. Glory to God. Now I want to read uh, Isaiah 66. Verse, uh, I think that's verse 12 or 66. Verse 12. For thus hear the Lord, behold, I will extend peace to her like a river. Glory to God. Like a river. Peace. Oh, peace like a river. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. How many of you are, you are experiencing the peace of God already? Nothing missing. Nothing broken. Romans 16, 20, the God of peace will bruise the devil under your feet. So the revelation he has brought to us, it's not the God of war that defeats Satan, it's the God of peace. The God of peace will bruise it. That means you must have the revelation of God of peace. Then you are at rest. Bible says, we who believe we have entered into his rest. Why? Because we have come into his peace. And from the place of rest, storms are calmed. So Jesus was sleeping when the storm was raging, and he did not say storm, I bind you, he said peace. Peace in the realm of the spirit is a weapon. Superior to weapon of warfare, it's a massive weapon. Because peace is not a thing, peace is a person. And another name that he bears is the Lord of hosts. The Lord of hosts is also the priest of peace. When you know him, to you, he gives peace. To adversaries, he gives war. When you know him as God of peace. Isn't that interesting? But this afternoon, or this morning, I want to read something very quickly. Let's read together Exodus 33. Like I, I like saying, get the message of the first service. Because of time, I will not even make so much reference. Maybe I won't talk much about first service. So, uh, they are free on, the YouTube, on YouTube. And all our messages are free. The series are free. Everything is free. Please, just watch the first service. Because I, I dealt with something very crucial. Now, before I read this, lest I forget. I'm, I'm going to say this too. This should have been at the workers' meeting yesterday, but it just came to me this morning. Why would it mean? Now, Leviticus chapter 10. I want to read something to us there. Now, it's, it's a very strong stuff. So, Nadab and Abihu, the sons of Aaron, took either of them a censer and put fire therein and put incense there and offered strange fire before the Lord, which he commanded them not. In 2021, Order. We call the workers' meeting as the order in the house. Order is important to God. Now, verse 2. Verse 2. And there went out fire from the Lord and devoured them, and died. they died before the Lord. Verse 3. And Moses said to Aaron, This is what the Lord is saying. I will be sanctified in them that come near me. And before all the people, I will be glorified. And Aaron held his peace. For choir for workers in the church. All who come near me must be sanctified so that I can be glorified in the lives of the people. I am, um, I, I obey God. 
if you're a worker in the church and you still do some wrong stuff, this might just be a very final and a very serious warning to you. God does not joke. It's very important. Those who come near him, those who come near him must be sanctified. And he said, then I can be glorified before the people. Yeah. When people live outside the provisions of the Bible, they can affect the glorification of God in an assembly. It is true. So who plays your keyboard, who plays your guitar, who plays your drum and all those things is very important. I used to know a church that their drummer would go and smoke and come back and play. No. Those who come near me. I've also gone to pray somewhere before that the sister leading praise was cohabiting with a person. They that come near me. Now, see, I didn't know anything about anybody. They just came to white worship. So don't say that I heard, as pastor heard something. I heard nothing. I'm just responding to what the Lord said to me. It might just be because of somebody. They that come near me must be sanctified. If you are an usher, you are a pastor, you are um, whatever you need to serve it is important to understand what the Spirit of God is saying. Amen. New generation will not change God. He is old school and he has chosen to remain that way. That's about to say our God is ancient of this. Anyway, that just came and I must drop that very quickly. It's very, 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 you know, everywhere you turn, I just see a lot of atrocities among Christians and the fear of God has evaporated. And many people don't know. They think that God is okay with everything they are doing. No, it means business. Those who come near me must be sanctified. It's not limited to Old Testament. It's there in New Testament. We can check very well. Perfecting holiness in the fear of God. It's true. Amen. This thing that it consumed them is also in Hebrews 12, verse 28. Let us receive grace that we may serve God acceptably, for our God is a consuming fire. Let us receive grace. Say we have a kingdom that cannot be shaken, so let us receive grace to serve God acceptably. That means there is an acceptable manner of serving him. Yeah. With reference and godly fear. That is the acceptable manner. Reference and godly fear. It's not very common now. But God is not going to change. Woman being can pressure God to change his mind. So many Christians are misbehaving. God will now say, okay, let's just lower the standard up. No, he won't do that. It's God. He's destroyed the world before. So it's not new to him. He said, I'm the Lord, I change not. We are all, most of us here are young people, you know, looking clean and wonderful. Somebody might just make a mistake coming and just, just assume that I see anything goes and everything, you know, this is just, uh, no, anything does not go. We live right. We prioritize purity. It is important. It is compulsory. It is necessary. It's expedient. You know, once in a while it's good to say, well, in the midst of, there are many people I know in this church who are following God genuinely. Somebody might just come and, and because you see all the ladies wearing you just assume that we see everybody's the same. You know, no, 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 no. We love God genuinely. And we don't joke with our love for God. Then we purify ourselves. We value holiness. We say no to sin. We say no to temptations. Did you hear me? All right. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. 
Let's read Exodus 33, and then I also ask you to sit down. 33, verse 14. Praise the Lord. It's a very popular scripture. And he said, My presence shall go with thee, and I will give you rest. Next verse. And Moses said, If your presence go not with me, carry us not. Ah. You know, Moses did even say, If their presence go not with us, me. There is a present that settles on everything that is connected to you, if it's on you. So Moses said, if your presence, why this negotiation? That we are not going to move if your presence will not go with us. Moses noticed something. Go back to Exodus 13. Exodus 13, let's read verse 21. Hallelujah. The secret to real peace is the consciousness of the presence of God in the life of a Christian. We began first service on talking, talking about rest. The secrets, consciousness of his presence. And you are conscious of his presence when you are in alignment with him. Adam missed it and as soon as God showed up, he went to hide. Now, the Lord went before them by day in a pillar of cloud to lead them the way. So there was a pillar that was directing the children of Israel. Desert is a peculiar place. Now, the Bible says, by night, a pillar of fire. So there was a pillar of cloud by day. There was a pillar of fire by night. To give them light. To go by day and night. Hallelujah. Uh, uh, let's deal with day and night for them. We come back to the pillar. So there was a pillar of cloud for the day. There was a pillar of fire for the night. In other words, the Bible said that so that they could journey both night and day. People are supposed to rest when it is dark. That is why Isaiah 60 says that the sun will no longer be your light by the day. Neither shall the moon be your light. Say, but the Lord is your everlasting light. Why? The sun fluctuates. It rises in the morning and it goes down in the evening. So when the sun is your light, your prosperity, your success fluctuates. It rises, it goes down. That is why canon men say the world is full of ups and downs. But God has changed the rule. He said, I am your everlasting light. There is no sun in heaven. He said, God is in their midst is the sun. Why? Heaven does not condone darkness. So there must be a light that does not go up, come down, go up, come down. So in other words, also God was introducing that technology to the children of Israel. That as far as I am concerned, me, the almighty your movement, your success, your advancement should not be hindered at any time. So you should advance in the day, you should advance in the night. So the Bible said God made a provision for the day. You see, God won't stop the night from coming. Like I said, walking in the shadow of death is not the problem. David said, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil. The main thing is not uh, you, it's not that you won't pass through the valley of shadow of death. It's that when the Lord is with you, there's no fear. Why? The valley can't do you nothing. Evil news will come. Challenges will come. But when you are at rest with the master, you know that it just for a while. You are already on top at the beginning. Did you get that? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So God made them to journey day and night. The deserts. It's very cold in the night. 
I experienced a bit of that when I sat, I sat in the north. I sat in Kaduna, I sat in the NPC, and then the camp is outside town. Extremely cold in the night. Extremely hot in the day. That was the first time I saw the plight of these boys they call and my, I mean, I, 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 I felt for them. We opened the tap, black water. I am not exaggerating. The black water was coming down from the tap. We could not use the water of the tap to have our bath. And these boys came, this man just came and swam on us. They were packing our plate. We will finish eating food. They will gather 12 plates. They scramble there, put it together, and they will eat. And one of them just put his mouth. He opened the tap, and he put him out, and he was drinking the water. The water that we could not use to bath. A, copper, a female copper fainted when she saw it. But you see, their immune system... <laughs> oh, God. Uh, somebody needs to help those folks sincerely. I mean, so that's why the terrorists can easily recruit them. I just saw, I mean, they were like that everywhere. They were the ones washing their clothes, and they just give them one third of the plate of your rice. They will go and do anything you want. You ask them to, and there were so many at the camp. They couldn't speak English. Hello, bad to range. But... <laughs> Interesting. Now, that's a desert, hot in the day. So the pillar of cloud gave them an atmosphere that didn't make it too hot for them. And in the night when it was supposed to be too cold, a pillar of fire, pillar of cloud, the pillar of fire in the night made the temperature okay for them. In other words, in the midst of the world, God can give you his own atmosphere. It will not change the atmosphere of the world. But it can give you an atmosphere within an atmosphere. So that's why Jesus said, in the world you shall have tribulation. He said, but in me you shall have peace. You are still in the world. But he said that there are two things, even in the world, two things are going on. There is tribulation for everybody. But then those who are in me, there is peace for them. Because he, he has his own atmosphere. Moses understood this technology. So he started saying that if your presence will not go with us, in other words, we have been resting. We journey comfortably, confidently. We travel day and night because we saw the pillar. But he said the pillar was not just a thing. It was a person. <laughs> go to chapter 14. I think verse, verse 14. Chapter 14. Is it verse somewhere in chapter 14 go to verse 16 chapter 14 verse 16 Exodus he said but lift up your rod and divide the sea 17 and behold I will add in Pharaoh's heart and he will follow you verse 18 and the Egyptians shall know I'm gone 19 and now we get there very soon and the angel of the Lord which went before the camp of Israel removed and went behind them now, <laughs> the Egyptians were coming close. So there was a guy. <laughs> now, when he, when, he, when he changed location, the Bible said, and the pillar of cloud that went before their face moved and stood behind them. Did you see that? So the pillar was before them, leading them. And the Bible said that that pillar was actually connected to an angel. When the Egyptians were coming close and the distance wasn't much again, the pillar, you saw that the pillar moved physically and went between the Egyptians and Israel. Because the pillar, remember, <laughs> he said, if your presence will not go with you, what led to this negotiation? God told Moses later, I said, my angel will go with you. And he said, he will drive out all those people before you. There are 
classes of angels we see in the Bible. There were angels. The, all angels refused human worship. But there was a particular type of angel that you would call angel of his presence who never refused worship. That wasn't an angel. That was probably the pre-introduction of Christ or Holy Spirit to the world. As they were about to get to Jericho, Joshua chapter 5, the last person Joshua saw was a man with his sword in his hand. And Joshua went to me and said, are you for us of our adversary? And the guy said, well, <laughs> I don't belong to any class. I have come as a commander of the Lord's army. In other words, I'm the Lord of hosts. And he told Joshua, remove your shoe. Where you are standing. That was the same post that appeared to Moses in the burning bush. All other angels refused what, but the one that appeared most told Moses also, remove your shoe. Anytime you see an angel telling post to remove his shoe, that wasn't an ordinary angel. And the expression of his word, he said, he didn't say to Moses, the Lord has sent me. No, he said, I am Jehovah God, and I am sending you. He was using a direct word. Communication of God to man is Jesus Christ. Hebrews 1 said, God, who at sundry times and in diverse manner spoken to our father by the prophet, at in this day spoken to us by his son. So Jesus Christ is the express communication of the father. They got to know him later, but in the Old Testament, he already presented himself. Are you getting what I'm saying? Now, his introduction to the world as the prince of peace was first of all mentioned in Isaiah chapter 9. But he had been working towards that a long time ago. So who actually? Hayabala. First Corinthians 10 talks about the fact that when Moses struck the rock, that was why he was punished that he would not enter the promised land because he was supposed to speak to the rock. And the Bible said that they drank from a supernatural rock that followed them and that rock was Christ. In other words, their journey from Egypt to the promised land, somebody was there, Jesus Christ. In this atmosphere, they had peace. When you are conscious of the presence of Jesus, no matter the turbulence in the world, there will be peace in your heart. We will look at how do we fellowship with Christ to walk this, but as we go on, but this is where I want to stop today. Are you with me? <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you, are you following me? Uh, a fellowship of the Spirit. Now, first service I spoke about the Father Align with God's plan. Following personal instruction is the way to peace. There are things that the Spirit of God has been trying to say to you. As you begin to walk with God, you will begin to realize that, see, it's not a question of should a woman wear this or not wear that. At a point in your life, you realize that the Holy Spirit tells you how to dress. He won't just allow certain things anymore. It is a journey with him. At, at certain times, just like the, the spirit now is in control of your life. There are things you can't use. There are things you can't do. The greater one is with you. It's your commander-in-chief. And he tells you, this is where I want. That way, it deals with all battles in your life. That's what the Bible said. I'm ready to punish every disobedience when your obedience is complete. 2 Corinthians 10. Ready to punish when your obedience is complete. There are general rules, but there are specific rules. There are specific ways God deals with all of us. And you must begin to hear your personal instruction. But the second is, so that leads to what I'm talking about now, an awareness. Once you begin to follow this personal instruction, your spirit will be open to be aware of the presence of God in your That consciousness is needed. Of his presence. 
I will tell you one thing that affects this. And we started on Wednesday. Philippians 4, 6. Be careful for nothing. In everything by prayer supplication. Then he said with thanksgiving. There is so much power. Philippians 4, 6. There is so much power in an attitude of giving praise to God. It is the beginning of you being conscious of the presence of God. I want to say to everybody, learn to sit in the corner and lift up your hands and give God thanks. It does something to the channel of your spirit being opened up. It does something to your eyes of understanding being enlightened. I'm going to end with where I started from or a part I read the first time. But, but, but you understand that, Philip? That Bible said that, be careful. He said, be prayer, supplication, and thanksgiving. Let your request be made known unto God. Thanksgiving. With thanksgiving. Anything you do with thanksgiving. What will be the result of that? Verse 7. And he said, the peace of God that surpasses all understanding. Because as you worship and give God praise, the peace, when you worship and give him praise, his presence is more real to you. And when that happens, your soul is at rest. Your soul is at rest. You see, Bible says, be still and know that I am God. There are certain miracles God will not do in your life until your soul is at rest. That's why I said that in quietness and in your confidence, so shall your. We read that one earlier. Give me that scripture again. That in quietness, so shall your. For thus said the Lord, in returning and rest shall you be saved. In quietness and shall be your strength. Except for you will not. What did Jesus say? Come unto me that labor and everything, and I will give you rest. Without that rest, you cannot function. Oh, so many people labor. There was a woman that prayed for months without talking to the boy. The boy came home and gave his life to Christ in quietness and in resting, not in effort and running around. In quietness and in resting, you know Jesus dwells where you dwell. He knows what is going on in your house, but he needs an attitude from you. when you are still. He goes. When you are walking, he rests. I would rather sleep and let go. That when God brought Eve to Adam, Adam was sleeping. To find really the flesh of your flesh and the bone of your bone, you have to go and sleep. If you are searching and searching and you use eyelashes, back lashes and all kinds of lashes and you want to appear in the program, you want people to notice you and everything by something that way, you have gotten a cupboard. To pray. So when people talk to pastor about challenge, they don't tell you how they got the person. You can force something to your life and it will lead your soul. Are you getting what I'm saying? I just want to end this way by saying what I said earlier that the more you thanks and worship God, the more you will be able to hear personal instructions the more you'll be conscious of the presence of God in your life. It is true. Are you hearing me? 
precious name. Giving worship to the midst of the world. And it will look as living this one shall cover the earth. But over God has a place where he began the people we are reading about. When there was darkness in Egypt, there was light in Goshen. It's, it, it has always been God's let people know that no matter what's happening in the world, there is a place of safety for my people. God. But they are connected to an instruction. Let me end this way. Luke 19. As we rest and we worship and we give him praise. You know, what does it mean to wait upon the Lord? It means to wait. Wait means wait. Sometimes before you begin to bombard them with your request, carry a chair, sit down and relax. You will hear God more. When you shut all lights, sit down and you are just there. Acknowledge that you are before the one who can turn light to darkness and darkness to light. The one that can do and undo. But that's what Bible said that when you come to God, you must believe that it's a rewarder. First of all, convince yourself of the one you have come to talk. You might be in your room. You can take five minutes of your bed before you say a word at all. Just first of all, readjust your other and before my maker who can do and undo. When you start thinking like that, worship will come out of your mouth naturally. You will not start by saying, Oh God, save me. You start by saying that in his presence, there is no rushing. You know why? He's never scared. So when you rush, you go, oh God, save me. Just wonder, why are you making noise? Don't you know, with one move, I can turn shadow to substance. And I can turn substance to shadow. In the night, Esau threatened to kill Jacob. By the following morning, he was hugging Jacob. Because the Almighty God just came down in the night and visited Jacob. The Jacob Esau saw was a different person. He wanted to kill Jacob, but he saw Israel. <laughs> So he just hugged the guy. They can say something will happen tomorrow morning just in the night. Just in the night. Just in the night. We have even seen that national level here before. When a president was going to sign the execution of the vice president and the termination of someone else. And overnight died. The termination became the next president. They want to be terminated and they want to be executed. It's a free. I mean, Jesus is Lord. Are you getting what I'm saying? In the place of worship, you begin to be aware of the power of God. This is why a believer does not complain. I will speak one day about how to produce Solomon. If you have lost anything, if you have experienced any form of defeat in 2020, don't waste that moment. Turn it to worship. Solomon came because of what David did when the son died. He committed, you might have blown it. Maybe you made a mistake. This is how to correct our mistakes. He slept with Bathsheba, she produced a guy, and the boy became sick and died. Instead of David to go, he fasted that the boy should not die, but the boy died. I usually ask believers, when you spend so much time to pray about something and it's not coming, what next do you do? Wise people will lift up their hands. You are the reason why I lift my hands. Why I lift my voice? Why I sing to you? I said I would marry in 2020, but I did not. You are the reason 
have a life today. There is what is called compensation package. <laughs> Remember, time does not go with the ancient of this. Because it does not operate within time. The one who created time and step out of time can control time. Did you get that? Somebody can get married at 38 and four years after, she's a head of those who got married 10 years before her. I have seen it, I don't want to mention the name. I saw you know the person I'm talking about. You are the reason. Somebody might have been working for seven years. Somebody can resume work today and in one year because in his hands are the deep places of the heart. That's why it does not rush. He tells her son, I am not the Alpha. I'm, I'm not, not only the Alpha. I'm the Alpha and the Omega. I'm the two walls of eternity. I see in between. When I fast forward, you are ahead. Why I lift my voice? Why I sing to you? Have you heard me this morning? Let's read Luke 19:42, and then we end there. You are the reason. Please share this message. Watch it on Facebook. Share it on YouTube. Share it with people. I said in 2021, any message you hear me preach, share with other people. It will bless them. Okay? It's very important. <laughs> Let's start from 18. Sorry, from 41. Sorry, 41. 1941. And when he was come near, he beheld the city. This is Jesus. And wept over it. Saying, if thou hast known, even thou, at least this day, the things which belong to thy peace, but now they are hid from your eyes. Look at the next verse. 43. For the day shall come upon thee that the enemy shall cast his trench around thee and compass thee and keep thee on every side. Why would that happen? You miss your period of peace. Now, Jesus was the prince of peace. He came to the city and the city rejected him. And he said that, he started crying outside. He said, look at these people. They don't know that the thing, the peace they are looking for is this person standing. He said, it's unfortunate. He said, the enemies will surround you. You just missed it. In other words, Jesus was already beside them. Anytime you are praying for something, it's already around you. It's like the Lord is saying that if your eyes can be open. So the key thing is not the thing of your peace, being far or being near. It's you seeing it. It's always around you. And one of the ways of seeing it is to worship. When they told David that the boy died, David went to the temple to worship and David came back home to eat, rest and peace. No complaint, no answer, no nothing. And God saw it and he said, Solomon will always come. Solomon represents a miracle from your mistake. Solomon represents a miracle from your deserts. If you have made a mistake in your life, you have turned the wrong way. You've married the wrong person and now the marriage is hell. You can't live. I'm not saying that it's impossible to live. There's not, I mean, we will talk about divorce and that day. I'm not saying that divorce is wrong. Neither am I saying it's right. I'm not saying it's wrong and I'm not saying it's right. So what am I saying? I am saying what I'm saying. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Somebody has to be judged before that. If, if, 
uh, if a divorcee comes here and they want to remarry, uh, will you join them? I said, well, we will check what has happened. Nowadays, there are demons in human flesh. So it is better for some women to live before they lose their life. You know, nowadays, the rate that men are killing their wives and some women too are killing men. That is multiplying. So in some cases, it might be good for separation is necessary at times in some places. Remarry. There is a strong debate on the church. Should the Christian remarry? We'll look at that another day. But sincerely, let's not go into that anyway. So you understand what I'm saying? It's a whole message on its own. You've made a mistake and now it's biting you. David slept with the wrong woman and then the produce, and then the child was sick and David began to pray and the child still died. He fasted for about seven days but the child died. When you fast about something, the interview is coming, you have taken time to pray and on getting there, you were torn the way. You prayed about this thing. Your faith was up and you missed it. That is a good time to begin to worship. Maybe you made a mistake. Maybe you did not make a mistake. But somehow you pulled it by your prayer and it did not come. It's time to worship. That thing will go. But Solomon. Ah, maybe we start next week from Psalm of Solomon, Psalm 72. A king shall reign in righteousness. He said in his days the righteous shall prosper. To him shall be given the gold of office. Solomon came and God told Nathan, the same prophet that brought the message of doom, said, go and tell David, I love that boy. Call his name Jedidiah, for the Lord has loved him. From wherever, the Bible didn't tell us the name of the boy that died. Whatever is going on in your life, it can be adjusted on the altar of worship. You will lose some things at times. Instead of you to get angry, you look up to heaven. Rest. Then the Almighty tells you that I, can, I am the porter. I can form something else. I can form something else. Yeah. Somebody's watching me. You pray that I should not be fired, but you were fired anyway. It is because your time is up in that place. A new channel will be open. Look not behind. Neither should you get angry about those who kicked you out or those who conspired against you. To t- Just lift up your eyes and worship. Greater things will happen. In a few years' time, you might own an organization bigger than where you left from. Worship. Thanksgiving and worship, they cause us to be conscious, the consciousness of his presence. And that consciousness gives us peace and rest. You just know that what David was called, the Lord, that I want you through the Bible of Shad, I fear no for the Lord is with me. He was conscious of the fact that he is with me. And when he's with me, it doesn't matter where I'm passing through, I just don't have any problem. That was the reason why Joseph was still happy in the prison, even as a prisoner. And the Bible says, and the Lord was with Joseph. That was all that mattered. The Lord was with him. Even in the prison, he had no fear, he had no anxiety, he had nothing to worry about. He was not bothered about anything. You know, I see the presence of God in your life this week. Like never before. It's a week filled with miracles. Remember the word we gave? The Lord will prove to many this week that with God, all things are possible. I think I should say this. I said it on Wednesday. I said it for service. When you're in the church, 
and the word of God comes. Now it's not only today, any day. Especially any scripture or word that looks like what you need. Get up and shout and receive it. That is stronger than going back home to pray. The Bible says, be ignorant of God's righteousness. They are going about to establish their own righteousness. Sometimes God makes a way for us. We are trying to make a way for him. Christianity functions by what to see and what to think. With your mouth, confession is made unto salvation. With your heart, to believe unto righteousness. What gives back to a thing sustains it. Salvation did not come by fasting and prayer. Now, I'm not saying we, we fast and we pray a lot. I'm saying that after you finish praying and everything, when you are in a place, actually you notice an anointing, catch every word. Because angels are present and they are distributing gifts. When they have ascended back, don't go back home and now start praying. Where you should have said amen to receive something, you are now praying for this to receive the same thing. So can somebody say better amen now? Isaiah 54 verse 10 says that your children or 13 shall be taught of the Lord and great shall be the peace of your children. You shall be led in peace. Your souls will find rest in Christ this week. In his rest you will hear his voice telling you the direction to go in Jesus name. May you experience more in this week more good things than the last 60 weeks put together. May you experience the favor of God like never before. Everywhere you go, His presence saturates you. Men can see it in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray for all sisters that are here desire to marry. May the beauty of our Lord be upon you. I pray for you for a coat of many colors. That right people be drawn into your life. In the name of Jesus Christ. Those who desire the fruit of the womb, you have it in Jesus name. In your place of work, may the aroma of Christ smell through you. May people perceive Christ when they see you. Favor, grace, blessing, increase. Surely, goodness and mercy will follow you. All the days of your life. In the name of Jesus Christ. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion, it is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now, if you are, if you want to give your heart to Christ. Just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again, and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior, and from today I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late, you are born again, you are part of God's family right now, you can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.